to Reconnecting Us, a podcast of soulful conversations to deepen our relationships with ourselves and each other. I am Ruchi Jane, and I am so glad that you are here. Before we begin um, this week's podcast, I just want to share a few facts that I haven't, um, that may help understand uh, what I'm about to share. Um, My brother passed when uh, he was 35 and I was 42 in January of 2018. My dad and I had not heard from him in a long time, uh, like 24 hours or so. He had not shown up for work that day and had not called work as far as we know, or called us. I had a suspicion something was wrong. My dad really had a suspicion. So we went, we drove to his apartment and found him no longer in his body. There is so much more to say about this. It was definitely a traumatic event for me. That is not what I'm going to share here, though, that it will be for another time. But I just wanted to share that so that you have a bit of a backstory before I go on with the rest of this. So it feels super important to continue to share my story about my brother's death and everything that I have learned since. Uh, This is part of the reason I started this podcast, but I have been afraid to share with you um, personal details up until now. And I'm sure that this eclipse energy that is so intense, as well as the Mercury retrograde, is part of the reason that I feel the need to share this now um, more than I can say. So I will continue, I will start, continue to share with you um, today. So. I'd like to just to clarify a few things from the last episode of the podcast um, when I spoke about holding space and listening. Um, the reason I shared all of that with you was because it was a um, it was sort of like a light bulb moment when I finally realized that I just needed to listen and help him go deeper into himself, my brother, and his feelings. Um, I know that it's not my job to have saved him. I know that I could not have saved him. I realize that now it took me a long while to be okay in saying this a lot of tears, a lot of searching for ways that I could have helped him. Um, uh, 
in the first couple of days, actually, bef- after he passed, like literally every morning at four, three, four in the morning, I would wake up because I couldn't sleep because it had. I was so shaken by the entire experience of um, of finding him not in his body um, that I would wake up and literally still sort of in my dream state plan out another life for us both where this would not happen again, where we would both learn the hard-won lessons that we needed to learn early in life of learning how to be in our own bodies and process the trauma that we experienced so that we could have plenty of time to make our dreams come true and to have successful, happy lives because I was sure that we had had other lives together as siblings and that this was another one of those where we screwed up, you know, where it didn't turn out exactly how we had planned. However, I see now that we plan our lives prior to our coming here. And this was part of the plan for him to leave early. Um, but, uh, it doesn't make it any easier, obviously. Um, I think he knew on a really deep level that he would leave early because he would he would say things um, like, will you take my cat when I'm gone? He said that to me a lot. And every time I would be like, what? What are you talking about? That's not happening. And I, I would just totally ignore it and not even let myself or, you know, even for a moment believe that that was going to happen. And he would say things to my dad too and other things to me that (sighs) sort of alluded to the fact that he may not, you know, he may live a shorter life and none of us ever let ourselves believe it. Um, but I, uh, I, I can't believe now that I can say with such conviction that I could not have saved him and that no one can save anyone who does not want to be saved. At some point, their soul has to decide whether or not to continue to live and there's nothing wrong or right about it. It's their soul's decision and one that we cannot fully understand because we are different. We're a different soul. We're not them. And it was a hard lesson for me to understand this and not one that I did easily. It's taken me a long while, but I'm sharing this with you in case any of you struggle with the same thing about feeling as if you need to save someone because we can't save anyone but ourselves. You can save yourself. You cannot save anyone else. And one other thing I want to say is my brother did die of a drug overdose. It was not suicide. He had hope on the conscious level. He he thought things were going to get better. He actually was going to 
go on a first date with a girl that he liked, you know, that week, possibly, and uh, he was got for a promotion at work. Things were going really well when he left, and um, doing drugs was just a habit that he did every weekend that I was not aware of how often he was doing it until after he left. And um, this was just a habit, and he knew it was risky. He knew that he could die. But I think he knew he had also escaped death so many times that, you know, I think a certain kind of... uh, you, you sort of just to think that you're going to keep doing that. Um, and it didn't happen that time. Uh, there's more I'm going to say about this, but um, I just want to say, because it was really important to me when he passed to know whether it was on purpose or not. And that was what actually um, convinced me to look for mediums after he left, um, to try to communicate with him, um, to know that. And I, I found out that he definitely did not mean to, to leave when he did. That being said, um, I don't think that any, now that I know about mediumship, um, I realize that um, no soul leaves before they've they're ready. Um, no, no, at no time, even in play, times of murder, there's something in that that person's soul has decided that it was re- to, they were ready to leave. So even though on a conscious level, he he was not ready to leave. He did not commit suicide. He did have a drug overdose that was accidental. At some point, his soul had a window of whether or not to go, and he went ahead and took it at that time. So, no, it wasn't suicide, but again, no soul leaves before they're ready. I absolutely do have a relationship with my brother now. Um, After he left, we talked a lot um, through mediums and through myself being the medium. And, um, we still talk and he still visits from time to time, sometimes more than others. Um, it doesn't really matter to me whether or not you think that's real or not. Um, it actually doesn't matter because any relationship, right, that you have, that I have, is between me and that person and that soul and my soul, whether they're here on earth or whether they're with God. So the only people that it matters to um, is me and my brother and my family. So, um, and it's especially true when they've passed. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he definitely is here with us. 
um, when he can be. Um, none of this I completely fully understood until after he left. But um, yeah, I'm grateful and it gives me peace to be able to communicate with him and to have had the conversations we've had since he's left. I'm grateful beyond belief. And it gives me peace every time that I feel him. Um, it doesn't make the grieving any easier, really. Um, it doesn't mean that the grieving is ever really done. Um, I don't know that we ever finish grieving a person that we loved. Um, it just gets easier to do other things at the same time. After you've let yourself grieve for a time and let things flow through you. Um, I absolutely know that life goes on after death. Um, I know that he is happy where he is now. Things are so much easier where he is than they are down here on earth. Um, I share this with you not because I need validation and not because I want to argue with anyone about it. It's just my knowing. And this knowing has completely changed my life and my understanding of what we as humans, as souls embodied, are meant to do here on the earth plane it's made me more brave in my life, more honest and true. It's made me be able to share this, any of this information that I've shared here on this podcast and will continue to do so. And in the book that I'm writing about all of this, if I, you know, it's this, this knowledge that's helped me be brave to share my true truth and my heart with you. Um, and then again about the, uh, what I shared last time, I, um, know that even though I realized that I needed to hold space for him in a way I could not at the time when he was here because I had more healing myself to do. I needed space held for me more so that I learned how better to do that for myself and then could do it for someone else. When he was here, I just wasn't at that point where I could do that for him. And I have to say the moment that he left or that I realized that he was gone I was a different person. I was no longer that person that walked into his apartment five seconds before. You change completely when you lose someone you love, and anyone who has knows what I'm talking about. And I feel like right at that moment, all of a sudden, I learned about so many things, like so many 
it just there was such a huge shift and um I think now I might be able to be able to hold space but it's probably not a good idea to do it for a family member anyway because you're too close to them and going to see an outside party like a therapist unbiased is always a good idea a therapist is what who has helped me get to the point I am at where I can say that I can hold space for someone else now so what I'm trying to say is I am finally learning to forgive myself for not being able to hold space for him and not knowing what it is he needed. And it hasn't been easy. Uh, And to forgive myself for how scared I was when his stuff came up and I wasn't able to really fully be there for him in the way he needed and how scared I was when he brought up the drugs because he did share with me a lot and I could never ask him why he did drugs in the first place I could never really have a real conversation about it because when he brought it up it scared me beyond belief that I couldn't even go there And it was only after he left when there was no more to fear because everything I had feared had come true that I could finally have a conversation with him and ask him why he did drugs in the first place and have a real conversation with him about it. I wanted to just understand at that point there was no more fear about losing him because that had already happened and to forgive myself of that fear um, that I couldn't do it when he was here has been big Um, yeah so I don't know if any of this makes sense I hope it does Um, I will continue to share more, uh, when it feels right, but, um, and I am writing a book and there's a lot more that will be in there about all of this and more. And I will share conversations that we've had actually too in that book. But, uh. Thank you for listening to my my story, my life. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, be good to yourself and each other. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Reconnecting Us, Soulful Conversations That Deepen Our Relationships With Ourselves and Each Other. I'm so grateful that you're here. If you'd like to further connect, please write to me at deeprootsrisinglight at gmail.com. 
or check out my website, deeprootsrising.com, where you can see some of my writings and thoughts, as well as uh, schedule time with me one-on-one. I hope to connect with you again very soon. Until then, take care and all the best.